This is K.M. Wyland, and you're listening to the 45th episode of the Wordplay Podcast. I write for my own pleasure and sanity. I would write if no one paid me. In fact, I would probably fork over my own cash if that's what it took to keep spinning stories out of air and putting words on paper. In other words, writing is its own reward. But that doesn't mean that it's not sometimes a long, lonely, frustrating, thankless job. So it's always a blessing when a reader takes the time to let me know they enjoyed something I wrote. I value all the notes people send, telling me they appreciated my blog posts, videos, and podcasts. But I get a special thrill when someone lets me know that my fiction touched them. A reader made my week by writing that my book, Behold the Dawn, has done something several other famous writers couldn't do, given me a renewed enthusiasm for historical fiction. The story is as raw, as violent, as romantic, colorful, and courageous as the times in which it is set. If writing is its own reward, then reviews like that are the powdered sugar on top. Antagonists don't have to be evil. The latest post in a video series on my blog uses Daphne du Maurier's excellent characterization in The House on the Strand to show how to antagonize your protagonist in ways large and small. You can watch the video on my blog at wordplay-kmyland, that's w-e-i-l-a-n-d, dot blogspot.com. New videos are posted every Wednesday. Meanwhile, enjoy this week's podcast, Daydream or Die. You wouldn't think you'd have to remind a writer to daydream. After all, the reason he became a writer was likely a natural outgrowth of his daydreams. But, too often, in the mad rush of life's busy work, daydreams are relegated to the shadowy cellars of our minds. We'll think about them when we have time. When time never seems to come, however, our dreams become a luxury we can't afford. But as writers, the one thing we can't afford is not to daydream. Sitting down to write every day isn't enough. Daydreams can't always be conjured. They need time to grow, to ripen, and to ferment. They need to sit in the backs of our minds all day long, floating just under the surface, only a fingertip away from our conscious thought at any moment. If we hope to have a delicious, mature flavor to pour onto the page during our writing sessions, we need to have our stories simmering throughout the day. To some extent, this is a no-brainer. We've all experienced those glorious rushes in which we eat, sleep, and breathe our stories for days, even weeks and months, on end. We have the luxury of letting our stories take precedence in our minds, and we're able to run through our daily activities on autopilot. But it doesn't always work that way. I can attest from personal experience that when my schedule gets crammed, deadlines loom, and the world impinges on my solitude, my daydreaming dissipates like a cloud of steam. Sometimes I stop in my tracks, shocked to realize that my story hasn't crossed my mind all day, and that my writing is likely to suffer as a result. On those days when life is doing its tilt-a-whirl impression, I have to make a conscious effort to keep my imagination within reach. Although I don't want my daydreams to distract from my productivity and efficiency in non-writing activities, I do want to keep my characters walking beside me, ready to catch my eye and offer a few interesting ideas whenever I hit a slow moment in my day's work. In his book, A Writer's Space, creativity coach Eric Mazel, Ph.D., tells about a client who traced her struggle with writer's block back to her lack of daydreaming. She also understood that unless she made self-reflection, daydreaming, a daily practice, her writing life might slip away again. The practice she instituted involved letting go of and mourning several of her previous activities, a few of which, once she let them go, she didn't miss or mourn all that much. 
Daydreaming isn't always something you can do simultaneously with other activities. It can sometimes be time-consuming. You may find that you need to take a break now and then, go for a walk, or maybe just stare out a window in order to get your logical brain slowed down and your creative brain revved up. But the sacrifice in time is always worth it in inspiration. Thank you for listening to the Wordplay Podcast. To read a transcript of this episode, visit me on the web at wordplay-kmyland.blogspot.com and be sure to listen again next week.